For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. There's nothing quite like Oxford, Mississippi in the spring. Ole Miss baseball is in full swing. Double-decker, spring football practices, the Grove Bowl. You ride around in your car looking at the beautiful people, the flowers. Why not experience that in a new car, truck? How about a Jeep? Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford is the only place to go for your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. They'll work with you to ensure you get the car you want at a price point you can afford. All you've got to do is go visit Brian, Mason, and the crew and let them take care of you through the easiest, most seamless car buying process around. How can they best serve you? To take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides, be sure to contact them today at 662-638-0044. Or stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. It's a mailbag edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Colin Bristrack. Colin Brister, if you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. Doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. Also available in SoundCloud and Spotify. Just simply search Talk of Champions. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of 247 Sports. Colin, how you doing? I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I've already read a book. I'm running out of things to do. I might watch Star Wars that you've made fun of me for never watching. That might be my next project. I've been watching movies, and I think I saw where a Yankees minor leaguer said this, but staying in and watching TV and movies all day, it's no fun when you're forced to do it. Right, and it's no fun when there's no sports. Like, we're supposed to be watching the NCAA tournament. I mean, if I stayed in and there was daytime baseball or daytime basketball to watch, yeah, it's fun, but... I got nothing, man. I'm running out of options. College baseball officially has been canceled. We all knew that was coming. If there was any semblance of hope, that is now dashed. Greg Sankey comes out and says, it's done. Spring sports are done. Now there's talk about potentially football. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine if this thing lasts in the football season? Look, I don't take a lot serious, but my heart hurts for for a lot of people at Oxford and and small businesses, man. And you start messing with football season, and and I'm worried about what that's going to do to to cities like Oxford at that point because the football season is always going to always a reprieve, and I think that was especially going to be the case this year with you know Lane Kiffin and the excitement that Ole Miss football had. So, God, I just pray it doesn't doesn't get involved with that. If you're someone in Memphis and uh, you want to order in or get delivered to you, call Nukes because my family's one of those small business people. Right. <laughs> so they could yeah. use your business. You're right. I mean, it would drastically impact the economy of Oxford, Mississippi. I mean, so much relies on football season to not have it. Oh, God. But from a boredom standpoint, it can't get much worse. I'm reading books, Ben. I don't read books, and I'm reading books. Oh, let's do a book club. What are you reading? What have you read? What would you recommend? Okay, well, I mean, I'm currently, you're going to make fun. I'm reading Josh Hamilton's biography, oh. uh, which, I mean, which is pretty good. I haven't got a clue what I'm going to read after that. I'm going to have to figure out something. Might I recommend Harry Potter? I've never read that. I never got into that growing up either. Probably going to have to take that up. Probably going to have to. How many books are there? Seven. Seven? I read fast. I can do that. I'm glad you read fast. I don't. Me and Gracie, <laughs> Gracie's seven. We're reading a couple of chapters a day of Harry Potter, and we're going to go through the whole series. I haven't actually read the books. I've never been a very committed book reader. It's always my problem, my downfall. Is Ben Garrett having to do homeschool? Oh, yeah. She's doing the ABC Mouse stuff. But I've always been one to kind of quiz her randomly during the day anyway. But keeping her up to date on her math and reading and stuff, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if homeschooling doesn't stretch into the fall, too. Like oh Gracie will be here wondering where all her friends are while her mommy and daddy are teaching her all the stuff she needs to know. 
as she I goes into think, second grade. I think we go back in August. I think. I mean, I at some so. point. I don't feel like we are, but I hope so. God almighty. We got to get testing, man. Just get all the tests out. As many tests as possible. Get everybody tested for no other reason than, yes, health and saving as many lives as possible. But I want my sports back, man. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing. <laughs> Let's just be um, real. Of course, I care about everybody else. I care about my fellow man, and I want them to get better and everybody be healthy. I want my sports too, man. It's yeah, driving I, me crazy. I think what sucks is like the uncertainty, because if you told everybody, okay, life's going to return to normal on July 15th, everybody would be like, oh, my God. But they, they'd eventually be okay. Like, there's no end date with this. It's just we're, we're going to have to wait and see. And all the idiots out there on spring break going to beaches and stuff, just yeah, go true. home. Just yeah, go home. Look selfish. I mean, my God. Spring break will be back next year. Go home yeah. and just so sit and wait with the rest of us because we want to get back to normalcy too. Look, I love my family. I do. I have a wife. I have two girls. I love them to death. But I'm with them all day, every day. I need them out of my house. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. I can't. I am trapped here. I was reading something on Twitter the other day that was funny. It was like, yeah, this quarantine sucks because I can't tell people when I when I want to hang up on them that I have to run somewhere because there's nowhere to run to. Nowhere to go. <laughs> the most eventful thing, this is true, that has happened to me over the course of the last week is tragedy struck and one of our cats passed away. And it was a cat oh. that I loved, yeah. And for the first time in my life, I had to dig a pet grave. Mm. So this mm. is just awful. This is a nightmare. <laughs> This is like the stuff you see in uh, in television shows, yeah. in sitcoms. A cat funeral? <laughs> what is going on in my life? I feel like we're living in Looney Tunes land. And then you got Chad and Brad on the beach going, oh, man, I don't care if I get coronavirus. Spring break, man, once a year. Go home. Chad and Brad. That was, that was as nailed as it's going to get. Just oh. go home. First off. If you're those kids' parents, how can you be like, just not be like, hell no, you're not going? Like, I mean, it's no, at that point, you've kind of lost control of Chad or Brad. I guess that's true. My parents would have been able to tell me, get your ass yeah. home. These yeah. kids, they're just, yeah. they're idiots. And you got the girl, one girl gets interviewed by a local television station. She says, I've got a compromised immune system, but it's okay. I self medicate. What? <laughs> what? What are we doing? We all just want to get back to normal here. And see our sports and get that mortality rate as low as possible. Go home. You're not going to oh. beat a virus self-medicating, you moron. There's legitimate thoughts that uh, the NBA postseason is going to take place in practice facilities. That's going to be a sight to see. Are we even going to get the NBA postseason? That's yeah, what I'm Yeah, I will about. get it. It just might be in August. Yeah, there's going to be so much sports when it actually comes back. Here's the inter- – and I don't, I don't, we're not going to get into the NBA. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's going to be packed for the playoffs. I just know one thing. I'm losing it, man. <laughs> I'm losing it. I can't do this for... I mean, here's the deal, too. Ole Miss sports are my job, but I miss the hell yeah. out of my job. Same. Yeah, I miss going to, like, you know, I'm a teacher, and we we didn't go for spring break, which is fine. I need my break. And then they announced that we're not going until April 17th. Like, I miss waking up and having something to do every day. I have no motivation. I can't write the same baseball story over and over. I wrote one yesterday where Mike Bianco talked about how grit was the theme of this um, Ole Miss baseball season. And it was an acronym for games, responsibility or something, results, results, individual and uh, toughness. I figured toughness. For the t- yes, yeah. toughness. And the I was a lowercase I because they wanted to de-emphasize individual. But that's about all you got left. <laughs> Little stuff like that. I want to report on games, like the LSU series that didn't happen. Yeah. Basketball recruiting that's not happening. I mean, it's happening. There's some offers that are out. We'll talk about that. But other than that, nothing actually going on that you can report on. No actual games. No movement in seasons and stuff like that. It's bizarre. It feels like the end of the world has arrived. Just get the test out. Test as many people as possible. I want to flatten the curve, do what I got to do. I will do whatever. If you told me, Ben, two weeks in your house, don't move, and sports will be back. Sign me up. I'm like, I'm gonna need to go get some groceries first, but yeah, yeah, do yeah. It, yeah not even, I wouldn't even consider it. Sign me up. I will never talk crap again 
about Titans Jaguars on a Thursday night. Oh game, man. Ever. Yeah, you know, like that Mac game on a on a Thursday that's like, why is this on TV? Nah, man, I'm all in. I'm locked in. I'm all in. I'm all in. This is Talk of Champions, a mailbag edition of Talk of Champions. Going to open up the mailbag now, but first let me tell you quickly about Impact by Ironwood and Sola, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Business owners, did you know you can support Ole Miss Athletics every time you accept a debit or credit card payment? That's right, Impact by Ironwood offers the best debit and credit card payments processing tools around and they'll donate a portion of their profits to the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation in your name. The best part is you don't have to spend an extra dime to get exclusive member benefits, earn donor priority points, and support your Ole Miss Rebels. To learn more, call 1-833-GO-TEAMS. That's 1-833-GO-TEAMS. Or go to www.impactolemiss.com. Make a difference. Make an impact. So a few years ago, a multi-generation Ole Miss family set out to do something a little different in the world-renowned Oxford culinary community. They wanted to bring a true wine bar to the square. Upon opening the wine bar in 2013, they discovered they had one of the Southeast's best young chefs in Erica Leip. Fascinated by diverse cultures and tastes, Erica proved herself to be a true visionary when pairing food and drink, constantly discovering new pairings, and creating seasonal offerings that took the classics everyone loves and twisting them up a notch to create something truly unique. Fast forward to 2019, the family felt that their food offerings were being undervalued and decided to lean on Erica's incredible culinary talents and rebrand the wine bar into one of the best restaurants in the Southeast. Enter Sola bringing to you unique cuisine and lifted spirits. Come as you are, enjoy creative dishes and distinctive drinks as served by Erica and her team of food and beverage enthusiasts, skillfully combining ingredients from local purveyors with classic cooking techniques from all over the world. Simply put, Sola is the best restaurant in Oxford. So check them out. The website is solaoxford.com or give them a call at 662-238-3500. Also remember to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, using the at solaoxfordms on all platforms. Sola in Oxford, on the Oxford Square. It's mailbag time. Mail time. The mail's here. You've got mail. Special mail for you. This is a letter to Hollywood saying, keep it up. Movies are great. Up first, Paxton Pearson at Pax Pearson 46. Who wears 38 this year? Well, is there going to be a season? It's a fair question. Oh, God, is it? I don't even know. That's a, that is a good question. Um, I would say Momo Sonogo. Is he a senior? I thought you had to be a senior. No, you can be a junior. They've given it to okay. upperclassmen. Okay, okay. Then I'd go him, yeah. Momo yeah. Sonogo, Jaquez Jones. If you're just going to give it to a senior, then Jalen Jones would be the person Jaylen to give Jones. it to. Adam Smith, at Adam Smith Votog. What are early predictions on if Servideo and Keenan will stay and play and finish what they started this year? Well, I mean, you saw yesterday there might not be an MLB draft. We don't know. If there's a draft, I think they both go. How would that work if there isn't a draft? Nobody gets drafted and everybody goes back to college, I guess. And they're just a repeat of their junior years. Yeah. But, you know, Kendall Rogers tweeted out the other day that he thinks that the only people that are going to get their years reprieved are seniors, that everybody else is just going to lose a year. And God, that sucks. If if they don't have a draft and Servideo and Keenan have to come back because now you lose all leverage. Wait a second. You have to at least let it be that way for upperclassmen. I can understand not giving sophomores and freshmen yeah, another yeah. year. But upperclassmen, you have to let juniors and seniors Keep get that year. relief. Yeah, that would fix everything if you just give it to juniors and seniors. Yeah. Now, the problem is the incoming class and guys that would want to stay in the roster numbers and um, how you would handle what was going to be attrition, what is no longer going to be attrition, just different stuff with the rostered crunch, but that's something that can be worked out with multiple conversations. Not allowing juniors another year not only zaps their leverage, but some guys might not even get drafted because of that. I hope the MLB draft has the draft. I get the want for Servideo and Keenan to come back, but man, that would ruin them from a financial standpoint. I mean, you're talking about Go losing nine hundred thousand dollars if you don't have a draft and they're classified as seniors. I mean, th those senior signs get absolutely nothing. I like Ole Miss baseball as much as the next guy. I hope for both of their sakes they're not back. 
Me too. I hope that there's a draft. But we talked about that last week too. What do you do about the draft? Is there a draft? There's no way to actually scout these kids because scouts have been taken off the road. I think it hurts more high schoolers though, right? Because like at least in college you have film uh, that you can go look at. I don't know what you do from a high school perspective. Nothing. There's not going to be a draft. Oh, my God. Somebody suggested, like, doing it in August. I'm like, well, you've already got kids on campus at that point. That's not fair. So, I, And I it's even tougher because you haven't gotten to scout any of the high school kids. There's and you're no not way. going to. Yeah, there's no – oh, man. What a mess. God. I'm with Colin. Um, for Servideo and Keenan's sake, I hope that they both aren't back next year. That means that the draft happened – and they were able to leave and go and, and get the draft selection status that they have earned up to this point through 17 games. But yeah, Keenan's already got the track record. The real travesty, the criminal part of this, is Servideo, who was yeah. having a breakout year and was working his way into the top three rounds. Now, if they retained their year, if they're both still juniors, then I don't, you know, come back, that'd be great. But if, Yeah, so, I, I so whatever, that, yeah. Yeah, but I hope for their sake they're not having to come back as seniors. Good grief. Forrest Boutwell at Boutwell Forest. Could you go over who you think stays and goes for Ole Miss baseball this year? Um, well, I mean, is there going to be a draft? We just don't know. I, Let's I do think, it this uh, way. Let's so, say that there isn't a draft. Well, they're all back. Yeah, they're all back. <laughs> so if there is a draft, it's a completely different conversation. Servideo would be gone. Keenan would be gone. Maybe Elko would be gone, depending on one team falling in love with them. Tell you who else is gone. Taylor Broadway is gone. Yeah. Well, he's a senior, too. Well, I'm, but he would get a reprieve. He would be able to come back. I just still think he's gone. That gives him some leverage. That's the yeah. flip side of the coin. Mm-hmm. While juniors would lose leverage, seniors would gain some. I think Austin I think, Miller would be back. Yeah, Greer Holston would be back. Tyler Myers was always planning on coming back. Hayden Leatherwood is one of those toss-up guys. I don't know if there's enough. That, I think if he had kept playing and yes. kept hitting, I don't think he was back. 17 games, I don't know. Kale Baker's back. Here's the thing real quick. Their recruiting class, it's got some some guys that were going to be first to third round guys that I don't know if they will be because of no draft or a shortened draft. So Ole Miss might be getting an influx of talent onto their, their campus that I don't know if they initially planned on getting all of that. Well, and then guys like that are on the fringes. Greer Holston might get relief, but I don't know if Ole Miss would want him back. And now, there are a lot of guys like that. And I can start picking and choosing, but I don't want to do that. That's unfair, and I don't want people thinking like that. I do think seniors, what winds up happening is they let them come back. They let them be on full scholarship. They don't count against 11.7, so you might as well retain Greer at that point. Well, then that makes sense. Man, what a mess. What an absolute Imagine the NCAA is the one that's got to straighten this mess out. I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah, they never screw things up. Dan oh. Edney MD at Dan Edney MD. How many podcast points do we get if we eat it so because we heard the commercial a million times and tell them so when we do? I told him a billion. Works for me. <laughs> Just go eat it so You need to support all of these sponsors yes. of ours to keep this podcast going. Also to support them, of course, because right now it's tough for everybody. Us, them, support them if you can. They're great. They've been loyal to us. They've been loyal to me. Support them. Support them during this very difficult time. Corey Clark at Corey underscore Clark underscore 91. The movie Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. Before we start here, have you seen Inception? No. Okay, then I'll do it. How did you perceive the ending? Was it the whole movie real and human end in a dream? Or was the whole movie a dream and it ended with him in real life? The ending was intentionally ambiguous. I took it as... It was real life, only because I like to believe that the whole thing worked and it played out like it was supposed to, and he got cleared, he got to see his kids again. I think the overwhelming sentiment online right now is that it was a dream, but the reason why they left it like that is for you to have your own interpretation. My interpretation was that it was real, but the point of it all is it didn't matter because Leo got to be with his kids regardless. All right, Corey Clark at Corey underscore Clark underscore 91. Do a March Sadness bracket with the four regions being different areas of sad slash funny things. Each segment, do one region, a.k.a. 16 teams, and walk through the first round. We will do that because guess what? We need shows. (laughs) Now, next week, I think the plan, 
kind of a rewatchables of the 2014 Ole Miss Alabama game. I rewatched it. It's going to be Colin's turn to rewatch it. And yep. then we're going to talk about it. And Bo Wallace is going to come on and be the guest. So we'll do that a lot. And we'll do a lot of mailbags. So that sounds like a good idea for a one particular one-off show. That is really good. Yeah. Um, that could work. Speak, speak of basketball, I think our boy's about to be back in the game, Ben. I think AK's about to be at UAB. We called that. We said he'd take that job. It's getting around that he's the leading candidate. And I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm pretty sure he'd take it. That's his spot. He'd take that job. They moved there after he got fired at Ole Miss. He moved back to Birmingham. So, yeah, he'd take that job. Kirk Kelly at Old Dinky. Do you want to build a snowman? Thank you, <laughs> Disney Plus, for putting Frozen 2 on Disney Plus early. It has been watched at least 20 times in my house. <laughs> I know 25. all these songs. It doesn't make a lick of sense, does this movie. But I know all the music. I sing it with Gracie, with Riley. They love this movie. Thank God for Disney+. Plus. I wish that movies that were coming out in theaters, how much would you pay for one you really wanted to see to be able to watch it at home? Ooh, ooh, that's decent amount. Um, let me real quick on Disney plus is like, what's all on there? Is it like the old, like old Disney stuff? Yeah. All the old Disney from? stuff. Now, some stuff they don't have the rights to yet because it was on Netflix or Hulu or wherever, yeah. but it's all going to end up there eventually, but pretty much everything you want, huh. Marvel and Pixar and star Wars and old Disney cartoon movies what? like Cinderella and sleeping beauty and all that stuff. You getting that? Yeah, we got that. Of course we do. I've got a seven year old and a four year old, two little <laughs> girls. Of course. Of course we've got Disney Plus. So, yeah, we've been watching a lot of Frozen, too. But how much would you pay? Any movie. Pick any movie that you want to see. I want to see Black Widow, all right? If you could watch it at home, how much would you pay for it? I would probably pay up to $30 to be able to watch it at home. Here's the better question. How much would you pay for uh, to be able to watch a Chicago White Sox-Detroit Tigers baseball game oh. right now? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to answer that question because it'd be, it'd be a scary answer. It'd be embarrassing if you told me, Ben, how much would you be willing to pay for a Braves game against doesn't matter who? Doesn't matter. <laughs> the Rockies. Does not even matter. It'd be bad. You could get me pretty good. Hunter Kinneberg <laughs> at Hunt Kinneberg. PS5 or Xbox Series X or both. I'm a PlayStation guy, so I would say PlayStation 5. I've always been a PlayStation guy. I liked playing Xbox, but my brother, my older brother Daniel, he was always the big Xbox guy because he loved Halo. I played PlayStation. I'm playing the show right now, playing Red Dead Redemption for the first time, replaying Spider-Man, so I would say PlayStation. But go both if you got the money. Yeah, I actually, my PlayStation is no longer working. I'm going to have to figure out that question uh, along with along with him, it sounds like. So I figure both are coming out relatively soon, so I'm going to have to figure out which one I'm going to, which route I'm going to go there too. Just mix it up. Go with the Xbox. Why not? Just go with the Xbox. <laughs> Fair enough. Chandler Grantham, at C underscore Grantham 4. You've got to pick your all-time best starting nine for Ole Miss baseball and play in a tournament on the Field of Dreams. Who are you going with? The Field of Dreams throws that off because now I want a lot of power, right? Because you know, the field's not very big. Jake Gibbs, Stephen Head, Ooh. Chris Coughlin, Zach Cozart. Catcher. What are we doing there? You're going to think mean, this is just total recency bias. Hayden Dunhurst. Uh, yeah, he's the best catcher they've had in a long time. But Cooper there's only really 17 tough. games, so we can't do that. We can't. You can't. <sighs> okay, well, then I'm, then I'm putting Nick Fortes back there. Yeah, Nick Fortes. Absolutely. <laughs> offense, offense, offense. Heads at first base. Who's at second base? Because we got shortstop as Cozart. Can I put Gray at second base? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. Sure. Sure. <laughs> the best middle infield known to man. Make your own middle infield. Sure. <laughs> Greg Kessinger, you're playing second base. Greg could do it. Who's playing left field? Uh, ooh. Is Gibbs in left field? Center field? Right field? Uh, yeah, I think he's a center fielder. All right, we'll put him in center. Who's in left field? I mean, I just – I love the guy, so I'm putting TD out there. Right field's either Mark Wright or Brian Petway, and I think it's Brian Or J.B. Woodman. Yeah, or J.B. Woodman. Yeah, it's one of those three. I forgot about J.B. J.B. was one of the best pure hitters Ole Miss has had in a long, long time. Yeah. Stuart Turner could make a case for catcher. It was just one year that was what kind of hurts him. Drew Pomeranz, Lance Bobby Lynn. Wall. Yeah. Scott Biddle when he yeah, was healthy. That's yeah, that's my closer. Saturday Christian Trent, not Friday Christian Trent. <laughs> oh, different that guy picture. was a different cat now. Yeah. Ryan Rollison might sneak in there. This Gunnar Hoagland would sneak in there. Man, it sucks. It just real quick on the draft. He's not coming back for 
no matter if he gets his year reprieved or not. So we lost two year Gunnar Hoagland, and that does suck. Yep, Doug Nikhazy too. Next year is their last year. That sucks. Yeah. You had two chances to get to Omaha with those two. Now you got one. That sucks. We'll get right back to Colin Brister in this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions after this brief word from Modern Woodman and BNA Bank. You've walked this path many times before. It's a chance to think, especially about your future. How will you turn your retirement dreams into reality? Will you have enough gold for your golden years? Your choices for building funds for retirement can be complicated. Fortunately, you have a friend in the community who can help you make the right decisions. That's your modern Woodman agent. Your agent is a skilled professional who will listen to your needs and desires and then work with you to create a plan that uses the right financial products to achieve your retirement goals. Build a lasting professional relationship with a trusted financial advisor. Hi, this is Thomas Chandler, your local Modern Woodman representative. Give me a call today at 662-296-0186. Let's make a difference together. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. Get in touch with your agent today. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives. Securing futures. Reason number 12 to bank at BNA. We are the bank for Northeast Mississippi. We have one home, Northeast Mississippi. Seeing this local Northeast Mississippi economy thrive and helping the people of our area with their borrowing needs is our only focus. From buying a home to starting your own business, we are the team of local lenders standing ready to make your dreams a reality. BNA Bank. We are the bank of Northeast Mississippi. Member FDIC. An equal housing lender. Stephen Smith at Stephen Smith underscore fifteen. What went wrong against Tennessee Tech? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want an actual diagnosis, James MacArthur couldn't throw a strike. They got down early. Um, the bullpen options weren't great that Mike used because he wanted to save some pitching in case they lost. And then I just think that like a lot of people do this choking. They played too tight. All this stuff. Like I just think they lost the baseball game because if you go back and look at the numbers, they didn't strike out a billion times. They just, you lose baseball games sometimes. And I look at the, the day sucks. The more you look back on it, because that team could have been really good, but I don't think the last game was more indicative of anything except they just lost a baseball game with their season on the line. Like, I don't, I don't think they lost because they were tight. I think they just lost. They made poor contact all day. They did. Yeah. Beham Ole Miss club at Beham rebel club. How do you build dope recruiting infrastructure? Get a lot of good runners, go to different areas, collect a lot of money, put it in a war chest. Hunter Kinneberg, do you think football season even happens? If you made me guess now, I have no hope for anything. I'm a defeatist right now. No. I think it happens, but I think it could look different. Okay, fine. When does it start then? October. God, can you imagine waiting until October? Oh. Am I going to be at my home until October? I don't know if you be in your home, but I don't know if there's going to be an overload of sports until the 1st of August or so. Oh, where my primary social interaction is talking to Colin twice a week. Seriously, MLB, what, are, what do you do if you can't start the season until July? Do you, do you stretch your season out or do you just play 81 games? Play 81 games. I think that's the answer because every game matters at that point. Yep, play 81 games, no trade deadline, no nothing. Just play the games. 81. Wait, so no trade deadline like you trade or you can trade whenever? I say no trade deadline. So you can't trade anybody? No, 81 games. I just didn't know if when you meant no trade deadline, like you could trade somebody in September then. No, just no deadline, period. Gotcha. No trading. Gotcha. Just play your game. Gotcha. Be fun. Be hard. Be really hard. <laughs> Hunter Kinneberg, how would you feel if Brady went to Dallas while he's going to Tampa Bay? I wouldn't like yeah. that. My whole deal is the Cowboys window is now closed. Because the only time, go back and look at it, the only time teams win Super Bowls is when they're paying their quarterbacks on the rookie contracts. After you have to start paying your quarterback, you don't win. Unless your quarterback takes a significant pay cut. And if your quarterback I, takes a significant pay cut, then you got a shot. I did see that uh, like there's never been a quarterback or a team win a Super Bowl when their quarterback's taken up. like I can't remember what the number was, but it was like X amount of cap space. I think there's something to that for sure. Blue-collared, comma, hard-nosed at hard-nose 15. What do you think of the Cowboys' offseason moves so far? I think they're smart not to overpay, but they're losing major contributors. They were 8-8 eight eight last year, and you've lost four stars on defense. Gerald McCoy makes a lot of sense for defensive tackle, but you're right. 
They're doing what they always do. They like to stay out of the first wave of free agency and make smart moves, cost-controlled moves. Problem is, they've already overspent on a running back, which is a luxury more than anything. As much as I love Zeke, you don't pay your running back. You just don't. <laughs> they have completely mishandled paying Dak, so that number's only going to go up even further. And then Amari, Amari got paid something serious. I think he's number two now, only behind Julio Jones for average annual value for his contract. So you're paying a lot of money to three positions, and everywhere else is going to suffer. So what do I think? I think that the Cowboys aren't going to win anything, and I'm used to that. They franchise Dak, right? So yeah. what stops you from franchising him again next year? Well, I think now it's been collectively bargained that you can only be franchised once. Gotcha. Old times, it means that um, it's even more of a cap hit, and then after the second time being franchised, like with Kirk Cousins, you can't franchise him again, so you either trade him or you give him their money. And at that point, you have no leverage. They have all the leverage, so they can ask for whatever they want to ask for. David Hinton, at D Hinton 47 Is the script M a left-wing conspiracy asking on behalf of certain people losing their collective minds on a few Facebook groups? Somebody, I think it was Dylan, tweeted, Ole Miss Ward, the script M, and the world went to hell. He's got a point. Hey, uh, for those no. crazy conspiracy people on Twitter and on Facebook, <laughs> give them a little bit of ammo when you wear the script M. And then baseball is gone. Oh, I don't think it's a left-wing conspiracy. Patrick T. at T Money Reb. Did Arthur Morgan find redemption at the end of Red Dead Redemption 2? I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Don't spoil it for me, damn it. Stop. Yeah, jerk. Steven Willis at the Steven Willis. Break down each starting wide receiver based on strength, weakness, or system fit. Oh, God. Um, Jonathan Mingo is going to be in the slot. Kind of like A.J. Brown did that and went off. I think Jonathan Mingo's got that. Dennis Jackson's a strange scheme fit because I don't think he fits perfectly as an X or a Y under Lane Kiffin, but he's too talented. He's going to be on the field somewhere. I think the wide receiver that could best benefit um, in a switch to a Lane Kiffin offense is Ontario Drummond. Okay. I think he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones on the outside. He can win contested catches. He got poorly utilized last year. Everybody did. Every wide receiver did. Miles Battle, I don't have many expectations for. I'm tired of talking about Miles Battle until he actually does something. Um, Elijah, going to do with him? Just in the slot still. Well, Elijah's in the slot. I think they're going to play four wide receivers. On one side, Mingo. On the other side, Elijah Moore. And then on the outside, Dontario Drummond. And then maybe Dennis Jackson, Miles Battle, whoever comes out of that competition. Demarcus Gregory, same thing with Miles Battle. I'm tired of talking about him until you actually do something. But fair I give every point. one of these guys a pass on last year because last year, Rich Rod system, no wide receiver did anything outside of Elijah Moore. And that's because they had a quarterback in John Rice Plum that they didn't trust and would only throw short routes, and they were throwing it to Elijah Moore. It was pathetic. So, completely different. I'm ready to see a Dontario Drummond on uh, the field against one-on-one coverage in the Lane Kiffin offense, wide open. See what happens. Jonathan Mingo, who, in my opinion, is every bit the raw talent as an A.J. Brown was, as a Laquan Treadwell was, Dante Moncrief, but he happened to come into a system in year one that basically said, we don't need you. Yeah, Ben, I don't think it's a uh, surprise that Rich Rodriguez still doesn't have a job. Yeah, that system is archaic. Yep, yep. You should also probably treat people well. Well, that too. Blue-collared, comma, hard-nosed at hard-nosed 15. If Ole Miss somehow returns Keenan and Servideo, they won't, but let's play along here. If Ole Miss somehow returns Keenan and Servideo to go along with that nasty weekend rotation, Omaha has to be the floor, right? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get criticized for this. I don't set my expectations off what you should do in the postseason. What I would say is they should be a top five national seed at that point, and then you should go roll the ball out in June and see what happens. Yeah, the floor should be a national seed because anything can happen in the playoffs, period. Right. I get criticized by Ole Miss fans for it, but I'm never going to say, if this team doesn't go to Omaha, it's a failure. Like, if they're the number three overall national seed and they lose a three-game Super Regional, like, I'm not calling that a failure. Jody Kitchens at Jay Kitchens 1810. Do you think the NCAA lets football have 15 more practices to start fall camp to make up for the loss of spring practices? I think they do something like that. I don't know if it's 15 practices. I don't know. Um, I think that they do something that allows these teams to get more of a runway leading into the season. Maybe more on-field work with the coaches having more time with the players. Because in the summer, coaches are limited in the amount of time they can spend with the players. Maybe you open that up completely and you let them be on the field with them, not necessarily running them through practices, but at least guiding them along in their individual workouts, if that makes sense. Because even no, that, if it's just that in the summer, that is significant. That would actually be more important 
had they even had spring football practices, to be able to be on the field with them in the summer, individual work leading up to August practices. So you got June and July, assuming that the world has it ended by then. Yeah. So June and July, you got Lane Kiffin and all his assistant coaches out there on the field with John Rice Plumley and Matt Corral and Jerry Ely, whoever going through things and teaching them on an individual basis, that would be more constructive than even 15 more practices because in 15 more practices, you're basically just taking your two first teams and trying to get them ready for a game here. You're training everybody, even your depth to get ready. If they even need to play. Yeah, I think that's completely right. They're going to do something. I don't know what it is. I, I like what you said about uh, letting them be out on the field with them during, during the summer, or whenever they get back to campus. Um, so they're, they're going to do something. I don't think they're just going to let them roll out and have a normal uh, fall or summer camp like they always do. I think there'll be something extended to that. Tim Inman at Inman V. Would you rather play five years in the minor leagues or five years as an international basketball player from an overall experience perspective? Oh, basketball. Oh, that's easy. Basketball. Yeah, that's not even. Uh, yeah. They make a lot of money and they get to do it in a really cool place unless you're Marshall Henderson and you have to go to Iraq. Minor league baseball players make no money. They live with either a host family or other minor leaguers and the baseball, no one's paying attention to it. No one cares. International basketball fans, they care. And you're a celebrity in that town. Murphy Holloway in France, he was a celebrity. So yeah, while you might think that that's not the same as playing in the NBA and it's not, there still is a level of not only getting compensated fairly and actually pretty significantly, but also getting the same kind of celebrity treatment overseas because basketball is so huge than you do in the minors where you're basically just trying to develop an obscurity. Absolutely right. It, it is international basketball. Um, it's why you worry about, not worry about, but you consider that Schuler might leave for, for Europe because he would probably do well over there. Yeah, and his family needs money. Blue-collared, come a hard-nosed, at hard-nosed 15. If you were the AD at some random school, who would you want to hire as a coach for each big three sport? Any coach you want. Same for you, Colin. Well, Nick Saban for football. Do you consider Daba? I'm going with the guy who wins all the time. I mean, if I, I can pick I anybody I, I want, I'm going to go Nick Saban, Coach Krzyzewski, and then in baseball, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually think Coach K is that great of a coach anymore. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll, what I'll, I'm saying is if you can pick whoever you want, just pick the coach that the best three. won everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'd, I think I'd go Dabo with football. I don't know about basketball. I would go with baseball. Baseball is such a different animal, man, because you've got guys that are competing. Like, what am I competing at? If I, if I got 36 scholarships and I know this, this question isn't directed towards that, but like you've got guys operating on different playing fields in baseball. So it's who do I actually think is the best baseball coach? I'll take Butch Thompson at Auburn. What if you have Vanderbilt's resources? Okay. I have Butch Thompson. Who's, you know, making players out of, you know, 11.7 and I'm going to put him at Vanderbilt where I have 23 scholarships. Yeah, I'll take that. You get to pick uh, three coaches you would want to cover for each, each sport. I know baseball would be kind of hard, but uh, well, we can do two football and, and basketball. Who would you take football? Give me the most genuine dude out there. Whoever you think that is. Hugh freeze. David Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Cal would be that that in, in basketball i think cal's pretty honest yeah cal's pretty honest i think cal would probably be that in basketball he's skeezy but he admits yeah. he's skeezy <laughs> yeah, that's i'm fine with that though. yeah there's no running away from it he is who he is yeah i like that sean lofton at grown ass man dog sure do you agree with the money cooper got and do you think cobb will be a big loss cobb no not really because you can find slot receivers like that i mean Randall Cobb replaced Cole Beasley and they didn't lose a step. It's just about identifying who can be that for you again. And um, the Cowboys have been good at that at identifying good slot guys that have been um, security blankets for Dak. But the money Cooper got, you had no choice. You gave him a first. So you're not going to just get two seasons out of him or just a season and a half. You had to pay him his money. Do I think that they gave him too much money? Of course. They've given too much money to Dak and Amari and Zeke and all of their money's poured into the offensive line. I don't know what they do defensively, but they've got cap space. They do have cap space. Rather than sitting out free agency, you would like to see them be a little bit more aggressive while the Eagles are going and trading for Darius Slay. The Cowboys aren't. What did you want them to do with Dak? Like Ben Garrett was GM uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. What, what would you have done? Oh, I wanted them to tear it down. Once they gave the money to Zeke, that's your going all in move. And if you don't win, tear it down. Trade okay. Zeke. Um, let Amari walk. I mean, you could trade Dak if you want to. I'm talking about tearing it all the way down to the studs and building it back up. Jerry Jones will never do that. 
ever. No, he'll never rebuild. No, ever. No. Gary Richardson at 4G underscore Richardson. Why didn't you ask Freeze tougher questions? Burner phone, recruiting evaluations, ego. Should have made him squirm a little. I'm pretty sure that you wanted to enjoy listening to the podcast. I tried to be pretty hard on him. I wasn't yeah, going to just bring him on and shoot bullets at him. I wasn't going to do that. He texted me and said, what are your expectations for this interview? And I said, I just want to have a conversation. I had no pre-planned questions. I was just going to let the conversation go wherever it went. And that was my goal. And if you thought that was the wrong approach, I can understand that. I got in a couple of questions that I really wanted to ask him and let the conversation be what it was. And maybe that wasn't the right approach, but I thought the conversation actually went pretty well. Brody Clayton at Brody Allen. Is the NCAA tournament a must-make for Kermit next year? I don't think so. Now, I don't think you can roll out there a 4-14 and miss the NIT again. I think at that point, people start getting questions and think they're fair. But, no, he rolls a 9-9 nine and nine and misses and you know, doesn't make the tournament. He's fine. If you don't make the NCAA tournament, your seat's going to be warm. It's enough. Yes, yes. But, no, I don't think it's a must-make for him next year. DSU underscore rep. And the reason why I don't think that is because making it in year one buys you runway. Let's ask this, Ben. What is – he's not fired, but if, if they have the normal – they have the year last year that was expected. They go 6-12, and 7-11 last year and then do this. Boy, we're having a different conversation. I don't know if we are because no one expected that last year, and people would still be saying and making excuses of, oh, Andy left it so bad. So do you think you think making the NCAA tournament last year may have set him up a little bit more? People just got higher expectations for this year and have kind of you know ridden off of that. Yes. Uh, that's fair for sure. DSU underscore Reb at DSU underscore Reb. I fell into the love is blind trap and discovered Jessica is a Messica. I have no clue about what's yeah. happening or what happened in love is blind. I refuse to yeah. watch it. And um, as bored as I am at home, I'll watch frozen two again with my daughters. Yeah. You get, you got a PlayStation and MLB the show. You yeah. can always get by on that. Not doing Love is Blind. Wash your hands at page underscore Rebs. Are y'all doing updates on Chris Mitchell? If not, Chucky Mullins, his guardians, Karen and Carver can help. I don't know what's going on with Chris Mitchell. He Something serious from a health perspective happened there. Um, I would uh, like to know details. Let me know. I have no clue. Yeah, it's something, I saw it on Facebook. I should have I should have said something. But yeah, some, something serious from a health perspective happened. I'm not on Facebook. I just yeah. found out yesterday about... My buddy, Grace Spencer, who's also from New Albany, a manager for the basketball team. He was in a yeah. serious car accident coming back home on Highway 30. He's in Tupelo in a medically induced coma. If you're a praying person, pray for him. And, um, yeah, if you have any further updates about Chris Mitchell, let me know because I would love to know these things and do anything I can, whatever that might be, however big or small, through this podcast, through the spirit, to help out. So, Chris Mitchell, let me know, and we'll do what we can. Kenny Elliott at Kenny Who. I wish you would do a deep dive on what really went down with Ole Miss softball this year. Here's the problem, Kenny. I don't know anything about softball. And they're not talking. I know nothing. David Johnson, who works with me at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and fleet of 247 Sports. David is the Ole Miss softball person. Does the best job of anybody covering Ole Miss softball. i tell you what we'll do. Since we have nothing else to do, <laughs> I'll bring David on the podcast, and we'll talk about Ole Miss softball. What really happened you. just for you. I do hate this. Um, Ruben didn't get a fair shot at, I mean, it's not anybody's fault, but he didn't get a head shot at trying to get this head coaching job because he played 12 games. I no, hate I'm, the whole giving the assistant a fair shot. I mean, just stop. stop. Well, I mean, okay, I get what you're saying, but also, like, he didn't get a season. I mean, like, Even still, clean break. Clean break. If, if he goes 36 and 18 or whatever. He wouldn't three, have gone 36 and 18. I mean, fair, but. Clean break. Matt Luke. <laughs> Matt Luke didn't go 36 and 18. Clean break, and Ruben wouldn't have either. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. Nate, at Nate underscore Bloomberg. The internet and cable go out, and you're stuck watching three Ole Miss games on VHS for eternity. What games are they in any sport? 2014 oh, Ole Miss, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, 2014 Super Regional Game 3. I got to have that one. Ole Miss, LSU, and Clarence Sanders hit the shot. Basketball. Ooh, okay. I, I was gonna. That, I was, that was a fun game. I was going to go the Florida 2013 SEC tournament. Yes, yes. Maybe the Vanderbilt game when Marshall hit a 30-footer or a 35-footer. <laughs> it was massive. It was, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Eli beating Alabama at home his junior year. The towards Sanford up the sideline throw. And then Joe Gunn into the end zone. That game, because I was there – 
It's one of my favorite Ole Miss memories. So that would be two. And then the third one, I'd want to pick something different, so a basketball game probably. And if I had to pick a basketball game, it would be the Clarence Sanders LSU game. Oh, man. Even though you that could go with the SEC tournament, I'd get on board with it. But This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Colin Brister at Colin Brister. Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by the Lamar, Oxford's first and only traditional neighborhood in Cheney's Pharmacy. Oxford, Mississippi is one of the most beautiful towns in the entire country. And there's no place quite like Oxford in the spring. Maybe you've thought about moving to Oxford, but haven't taken the plunge yet. If you're in the market, you need only look in one place. The Lamar, Oxford's first and only traditional neighborhood, and an innovative new development from John Welty Realty. Located just up north Lamar, blocks from the Oxford Square, the Lamar offers 48 acres that connects homes and restaurants with arts and businesses. Only a few steps from your front door, a grocery store, brewery, shops, and other amenities. Build out on these modern open concept homes is happening, so get in now. Call them today at 662-816-2782. You can also reach out via email, hello at the lamarms.com. The Lamar, Oxford's first and only traditional neighborhood and proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. When spring arrives, you know what comes with it. Allergies, stuffy nose, cough, sore throat. So there's no better time to assess whether or not you're getting everything you need from your pharmacy. And the only place to go is Cheney's Pharmacy. Cheney's offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's is a locally-owned pharmacy that has been in Oxford over 40 years, and it provides the best customer service out there. So give them a call, 662-234-7221. You can visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can find them online at cheneyspharmacy.com. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. DSU underscore Reb at DSU underscore Reb. Do you think we see a resurgence of video game leagues now that real sports are over? Video game leagues have gone nowhere. They've been around. Yeah. Now, yeah. national attention to video game leagues. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more people betting on uh, on esports nowadays. That's what I was going to say, only because of gambling. We need something to put our money on. <laughs> DSU underscore Reb, what is your favorite drinking game? Beer pong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so unsanitary that it doesn't even register but yes i don't care i love beer pong. <laughs> yeah or quarters but beer pong yeah here's the thing you're probably realizing i like to drink <laughs> dsu underscore reb since social distancing is a thing now do you think people will start video chatting drinking games that's already happening <laughs> saw it on the internet yeah we're good on skype to drink together yeah i mean yes hayden tupman at hayden tupman what does the basketball roster look like for next season? Any guys you see stepping into a big role? Jarkel Joyner, better. Yeah, Jarkel Joyner will be stepping into a big role. They're going to add two more um, players this spring, I think. Uh, Matthew Morell will step into a big role immediately. One of Austin Crowley or Sammy Hunter is going to emerge as a big-time option offensively next year. And Blake Henson, you have to be competent. Outside of making threes at home, you have to do something else. Um, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, Blake Kitchen sure. was the biggest disappointment this year, and he had an excuse. He yeah. missed the entire offseason because of the blood abnormality, missed the first four games of the year. But the fact that you played a lot of games and you never got better. K.J. Buffin would have, like, flashes of taking a step, and then it would be like, what are we doing? What do you think about the kid, or what are you hearing about him? Is there any update on the kid that's committed that might not be academically eligible? No, but if you made me guess, he's not going to be a member of the Ole Miss basketball team next year. Marcus Snyblack who you're talking about. Right, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. They have no spots. So if they add anybody else this spring, two other people have to leave. So what will the basketball roster look like? Well, you're probably going to be without Carlos Curry. Dude, Bryce Williams, Shuler, maybe. If he leaves. Schuler will not be asked to leave. I want to clarify that. Yes. Um, if he leaves, it'll be on his own recognizance. Right. It'll be different. It'll be different. Yep. But the biggest thing, the returning guys like Blake Kenson, KJ Buffett, you have to be good. Hadim C., you yes. have to be good. Who's the one if Schuler leaves? Is it Joyner? Eh, probably Matthew Morell with Joyner playing off the ball because that's what they've been practicing with Joyner. Off the ball, similar to Brian Tyree, impacting the game off the ball, but he's more ball dominant than any guard they had this year. So probably Jarkel. Matthew okay. Morrell's a chameleon. He can play either spot. But Gosh. I think ideally they want Matthew Morrell to be their point guard for four years, two years. We'll see. That'd be great. 
Ole Miss Sports at Rebel Sports Talk. Outside of Ely and Plumley, what three current Rebels in any sport would you like to see slash have best chance to play another sport and why? What position would they play? All right, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to go back a year and, and put Thomas Dillard on a football field. Basketball. I'm trying to think of basketball guys I might could put at receiver. Austin Crowley could probably play some receiver. I think Blake Henson would be pretty it's good on the football field somewhere. Physical enough? That's true. That's I'm sorry. True. KJ Buffin, because you got the build for it, probably as a wide receiver. But I could see KJ Buffin becoming like a stand-up defensive end or something. Defensive end? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can buy that. Built just like Kentrell Lockett was, I'm saying. I could see like a Jonathan Mingo yeah. or a Miles Battle, any of those guys being good basketball players. Shea Hodge was a baller of a basketball player. I would venture to say that one of those guys, just pick a wide receiver, one of them was a really good high school basketball player. Terrence Davis was a dominant wide receiver coming out of high school. That's why everybody talked about, oh, well, Terrence Davis on a football field, even though he's an NBA player now. <laughs> but he was so good in the Missile game as the best wide receiver on the field with other guys who signed D1 scholarships. There's a wide receiver, Ole Miss is rostering right now, that's probably a really good basketball player. Yeah, absolutely. Man, have you ever seen like those dudes, like the football players just go goof around in the Turner Center? Yeah. Trey LaFleur looks like a really athletic kid. Trey LaFleur. Connor Walsh, extremely athletic. Thomas still would need to play fullback somewhere. <laughs> Anywhere. Bailey Minch at Bailey Minch. Any chance that we could possibly see Grant Tisdale play this season? Could you also maybe see a scenario where Tisdale has moved up on the depth chart as the opening game starter? I nope. believe that Ole Miss's starting quarterback will be one of Matt Crowell, John Rice Plumley. I will say this. Because there's no spring football, because we don't know what the summer preseason is going to be like, because we don't know if the season's even going to start on time, or how long the season will be. Anything could happen. So there's your Grant Tisdale caveat. I don't believe in Grant Tisdale as ever being Ole Miss's starting quarterback. When he entered the transfer portal, man, the options were not good. He was happy to come back. He just didn't want to play for Matt Luke anymore. But if Grant yeah. Tisdale could have impacted winning last year, he would have played. I get what you're saying, and I completely agree. I think people's response to that is, I don't trust Matt Luke or Rich Rodriguez to play him, even if he was the best player. I think that's people's response when they say that about Tisdale. I don't, I'm with you. I don't actually think he's ever going to be. Okay. Well, using that same argument, then John Rice Plumley, as good as he was with how incompetent those two coaches were with a competent coach. That's what I don't get. Everybody loves what they don't know. And we don't know enough about Grant Tisdale. You feel like, you know, John Rice Plumley, but you can't say, I don't trust the evaluations of Matt Luke and Rich Rodriguez when it comes to Grant Tisdale, but I do when it comes to John Rice Plumley or Matt Corral. <laughs> One of those two guys is going to be your starting quarterback. They are better quarterbacks than Grant Tisdale. Could Grant Tisdale make his way up the depth chart and become the starter? Of course he could. Anything could happen right now. We are all stuck in our homes. Sports don't exist right now. Sure, I could like sprout wings and start flying. Why not? What is going on? Be a fun sight to see. What is happening? We should be watching the NCAA tournament right now. Isolated Juan at Juan, Mississippi. What would the run differential in Ole Miss's sweep of LSU have been? <laughs> That's my guy. Uh, I don't know. 17 runs. 17 runs. 23. They beat that ass. <laughs> Let's cancel baseball at BSB Fiend. Odds on COVID-19 being an NCAA conspiracy to rob Ole Miss of a baseball natty. That is my guy. Yes. The we are Ole Miss is real. And it was all because, hey, look, man, the NCAA made it personal with Ole Miss. The way it treated Ole Miss compared to every other NCAA investigative case. Even the most biased Mississippi State fan, Brandon Walker, can admit that Ole Miss was treated differently in its NCAA investigative case compared to everybody else. If the NCAA had it out for Ole Miss then to take down Ole Miss football, if Ole Miss football doesn't have 4th and 25 happen, Ole Miss goes to the SEC championship game, beats Florida, gets into the playoff. Let's just say Ole Miss gets to the national championship game. Ole Miss has broken through the glass ceiling, right? And Uh has made itself a NCAA college football big-time money earner. 
and has arrived on that stage. The NCAA cannot punish Ole Miss as heavily because they tried to do the same thing to Clemson, and Clemson broke through, and they left Clemson alone. The problem, the biggest issue with 4th and 25 is not how it happened and losing that game and not going to Atlanta. It's that it allowed the NCAA to go ahead and finish the job. There's a conspiracy for you. Oh, I like that. I like that. The NCAA could do what it wanted to because of 4th and 25. Because Ole Miss did not make itself a big money earner. Untouchable. So 4th and 25, (laughs) yes, it cost you Atlanta. Yes, it cost you that win. Yes, it possibly cost you a trip to the college football playoff. But it also allowed you to get hammered because the NCAA said, you know what? They haven't broken through. Let's bury them. (laughs) So, yes, COVID-19 is a complete conspiracy to not allow Ole Miss baseball to win a national championship. Hey, I tell you what, if Ole Miss basketball gets good at the NCAA, he's going to have to get creative. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. Is Ole Miss truly cursing all sports because it feels like it is? Yes! Uh, I feel like it at this point, man. What is the yeah. evidence to the contrary? I mean, I've never, like, tr- I've tried not to be a, a we are Ole Miss guy, but this baseball season getting canceled, my God. Tell me how you could argue it's not. Name another school, comparable school in the SEC across the country that deals with this kind of insanity. Yeah, because, I mean, you're being serious here for a second. Is Ole Miss the only school in the SEC that has not played for a national championship in the past 10 years in one of the big three sports? I think they might. Missouri. Missouri hasn't. Um, and A&M. But other than that, everybody else played for a national championship in the big three, and Ole Miss hasn't. Ole Miss hasn't been to Atlanta? And why did they not make it to Atlanta? Think about it. Their two best shots the same year that they went 7-1 and one in the SEC West, another team went 7-1 and one, having to be the only team they lost to. And then yeah. they didn't make it their second time because of 4th and 25. <laughs> yes, Ole Miss is cursed. I don't know who did it. I watched Drag Me to Hell recently. Maybe some person, like Pete Boone, before he became AD, he denied somebody's mortgage loan. It was an evil witch, and she put a curse on it. Oh, if, if anyone knows how I could reverse this course, curse, please let me know. I'll do it. I mean, I don't know what you do, because it didn't drag me to hell. Girl gets dragged to hell. <laughs> Ole Miss has been dragged to hell. 16-1, and one, and then the season is over. Why? Because of a virus pandemic outbreak across the world. Can you imagine if this messes with football season? Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this, the, the world's going to blow up. If, if we don't have football the first weekend in September, the world's going to blow up. I'm already losing my mind. Can you not tell? <laughs> I'm have, I got cabin fever, man. It's awful. I cannot sing Into the Unknown again. It's frozen, too. I can't sing it anymore. I can't listen to this anymore. I can't do it. I'm losing. I need my sports back. Antonio Batista, to wrap this up, at PD underscore Batista. If Ole Miss baseball has announced the 2020 national champs, how bittersweet is it? Would you hang a banner? Hell yeah, I'd hang a banner. If I'm Ole Miss, I'm claiming it. I I don't care. Like, Okay, seriously. If you're the Ole Miss marketing department right now, what else are you doing? Like, just claim a national title and see what happens. UCF did it. UCF did it, and everyone made a joke of it, but no one's talking about it anymore. And guess what? They still got the banner hanging. <laughs> Hang a banner. Do it. Do it. No one's – what, 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 what? People are going to make fun of you for, like, two months? Fine. <laughs> Screw it. Just People still make it. fun of your SEC West banner hanging in Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Who cares? Longest winning streak in the country. I don't know how else you would decide it. I mean, 2020, is it going to go in the history books? And people say, well, college baseball was incomplete. No. Somebody's going to say, you know what? Let's go by what we got. If you claim it, nobody else does. Maybe they'll give it to you. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Yeah. Yeah. Call yourself the national champion. And if they come back and say, no, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. The national champion was, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, okay, sure. Screw them. Force their hand, man. I'm telling you, I'm losing my mind. We should get Keith on and ask him this. The next time I have Keith on, I have one question. So, what about Mike Bianco's contract? 
Oh, that's going to be a fun question. Man, if you're key, just just push it out to four years. Don't worry about that problem no more. According to verbal commits, 2020 Chipola College guard Malik Zachary has received an offer. Three years to play three. Ole Miss needs guards because I don't know what they're going to do from a uh, backup point guard perspective. So they need guards. Hmm. What does that tell you? Still trying to sign guards. You got three and you got one committed. Or do oh, you have I'll, ask, I'll put it this way, Ben. Do you expect Bryce Williams and Devontae Shuler to be on the roster next year? No. Okay. Five Wichita State men's basketball players enter the transfer portal. Jamarius Burton, Eric Stevenson, who lit up Ole Miss, <laughs> Noah Fernandez, Tate Boosie. You don't know where the world's at. You said five Wichita State basketball players in pause, and I thought you were going to say tested positive for the coronavirus. Yeah, that's the world right now. <laughs> And D'Antoni Gordon. I think Eric Stevenson would be an interesting pickup. He didn't shoot particularly well last year. He killed Ole Miss. He did. He did. The shot like around 30%. Basically, he was Blake Henson. <laughs> you can have, instead of one Blake Henson, you can have two. Trey McGowans from Pitt, a guard. He's transferring. Ole Miss reached out. My favorite tweet of the basketball season was Nick Suss's, it's Blake Henson time. Blake Henson. <laughs> Uh, I'm losing it, guys. We need to do a mailbag every other week. Seriously. Yeah, we're every other week. Every other podcast. That too. This has been Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Colin Brister at Colin Brister. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions on iTunes. When you do, leave a five-star review. Doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. You can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Just simply search Talk of Champions. All right for the almost Spirit, homespirit.com and the 247 Sports. See you, buddy. Absolutely. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.